0: Welcome to this week's episode of Married to the Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris
1: Mullet. I married a child.
0: Don't say that too loudly. People are going to think things that they shouldn't think.
1: You just slurped your cherry Coke. You,
0: I did it on purpose so that the microphone not, would pick it up. I'm, it's not making air! I don't know you're that.
1: You're You're eating Reese's Pieces as we speak. I either married E.T. or a seven-year-old.
0: Would you like one?
1: No. Because I'm recording.
0: I can do I don't two eat. things at once.
1: Look, I, between Augie fucking eating cheese and taco bake and Little Caesars pizza, I could do this for the whole hour. <laughs> uh, and Rich... Being rich? Being rich... And Tope fucking dealing with, like, always taking food out of bags. I
0: didn't know what you were doing right then. I didn't know what that was.
1: That hand motion I made could have been seven different things Tope does. <laughs> I'm used to being surrounded by fucking pigs and noise. But I thought you had some more more decorum than that.
0: Hmm. They're my boys. Shows how, how well you pick uh, classiness.
1: Well, I'm going to pick some great nominees today. I'll tell you that
0: oh, much. I set you up for that. Good. So, if you're
1: new to the podcast, it's December 28th, 20th.
0: 2017.
1: So, it's one day after we recorded last week's episode. Oh, my
0: God. Um, like three days till the end of the year. Yes,
1: 2017 is closing rapidly. And we've been building it up for weeks. It is finally time for us to sit down and not review a movie like we normally do here on the podcast. Well, we're reviewing many movies. What I know.
0: My I own just want to see. Let me just let me see. I'm not no. going to read it. I can't see it. No. Let me just see. Kind of. No. No.
1: No. You can only see my list. We have made it this far. Excuse you. <laughs> uh, unveil our nominees for the first annual Mullet Awards. The mullets, where we recap the year in film that we watched here on the podcast. Some very old, some very new. And we are going to give out our own awards for those films. Uh, well, we're actually, we're going to give you the nominations, and then and you, you're going to help us vote the on them. The listening audience is going to be able to go to arcadeaudio.net. Um It'll probably be in the pod bloggle, pod bloggle section. I've never said that out loud before. Fuck does that sound! I'm
0: sorry, what, what's the name of the section? We, there's a
1: blog section on Arcade Audio. What's it called? Uh, pod bloggle.
0: Pod bloggle. Uh, Arcadeaudio.net I don't
1: know what the actual And go
0: to the Podbloggle section
1: Look, go to either Our Facebook Twitter Or um, Somewhere Email
0: us and we'll send it to you um, You'll be able Married to find Movies You'll be able
1: to find the polls where you're For gonna, the mullets You're gonna get the vote For the mullet awards uh, The first annual Married Movies awards um, We're gonna give these out uh, we'll probably leave it open for a couple months, it's like we'll do it. Well, I think we'll give them up around Oscar season, so we have plenty of time yeah, to. Yeah, so um, around March. So films can campaign. We can campaign for films um, that we really feel strongly about that we want to win for things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure both of us will do. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And it, this
0: was also my great idea. I it just was. want to make sure that that's it was After on the record.
1: Eighty episodes, Smith. finally came up with a good idea. I've um,
0: always had good ideas. I just didn't want to overshadow you. I wanted you to feel comfortable.
1: Yes. So we have a, um, a, a long list of categories. So let's not beat around the bush. Let's get into it. Let's get it. Uh, let's, let's do uh, it. reveal the nominations. Um, did you want to start with like the the other things first? I want I want to go bottom of the top and like build up
0: to everything. So we
1: we we have some unofficial things like these aren't going to be voted on. We just wanted to like mention
0: it. These are our giveaways.
1: Mention it. Recap the year. You know whatnot.
0: So we have um, one, two, three, four, five, six notables from this year, mm-hmm. twenty seventeen.
1: Uh, for two of them, I think. Well, at least for one of them, one of them is the in memoriam. Correct. Yes. I, I would like to hold off on that.
0: All right. So we have five. More. Actually, you know
1: what? Let's thinking about it now. Let's hold off until like the pertinent category comes up. Cause I know you were talking about we have multiple MVPs. We have like. Um, we have, like, the in-memoriam section. Those will kind of like correlate with certain categories, so I don't want okay, it to be, like, anti Let's do mention the the one guy. <laughs> so,
0: um, we have someone who won an MVP and an LVP this year. Only one person won right. both of those prestigious awards, and that was Jason Lee. He won the MVP for his portrayal of Syndrome in the
1: Incredibles, mm-hmm.
0: and LVP... For
1: his portrayal of Dave Seville in and Alvin, Alvin and in the, the chip Monks, Chipmunks, the road Chip*. Let's all, go, let's all go, girls, including fat chipmunk, Brittany. Um, it's not
0: Brittany. Brittany's not the fat
1: one. Uh, Eleanor. <laughs> yes. So uh, what were the other? I can edit this out. What were the other? So I know one is. No,
0: then I have three people who won multiple MVPs. So save that. One person who won multiple LVPs. Save that. And then in memory.
1: Okay, yeah, we'll so save those. So save, so yeah, fine, um fine, so fine. there is our um so
0: That's we, our giveaway. He,
1: he may came he may come up later. I also have a giveaway as well. Um the biggest ins, the uh, the biggest discrepancy award. So I went through we didn't have a lot this year. We had a lot more the past couple of years. But uh, there was one movie that had the biggest discrepancy between your score and my score um hmm. which was two and a half points. Wow. was the discrepancy on that uh on that total. So I'd like to give that award to Teen Wolf um, as the biggest... That's
0: appropriate. As
1: the biggest discrepancy, uh, of the year.
0: And that, that may come up, uh, that may come up, uh, in some of these other categories here. So, uh... I, th- I yeah. think we uh,
1: British and Wolf's gonna come up. Okay. Uh, no, we do have other awards that we are going to, uh, do you wanna do all, like, the ones first? We can. Cause there's gonna be some, like, we're each gonna give this award out um, kind of like uh, the technical Oscars, or you know, you guys are going to vote on this, on these. Um, you're only going to vote on 10. I think there's like 11 categories you're going to vote on. But we have a few other ones that we just wanted to like each make a, nom- a, a declaration for and, you know, kind of to recap the year. So uh, let's start with just in general the most underrated and overrated film of the year. Oh, okay. Um, so I will let you. Uh, are
0: we starting with underrated or start
1: These are underrated. Go. Ahead. What is your most underrated film of the year?
0: Well, I think so. My most I, Mullet also did a really, really intense job for me. Um, with this, he made me lists of all the MVPs from the movies, all the LVPs from the movies, and all the movies that we watched with their Pretty scores. Usual.
1: Came up with the idea. I did the grunt work.
0: Happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was really great for me, and it really laid a picture so I could easily see for, for th- this, this one and the next one that we're going to announce here. So for me, the most underrated looking back at it and really thinking of the bigger picture as well, mm-hmm. um, if we watch this movie now rather than when we watch it, I don't know, because you kind of slacked off, you didn't put the dates that we watched them. And that kind of threw me off a bit because I don't know kind of the order. Um, but I would say that the most underrated movie coming in actually at an 8.25, which you wouldn't think would be underrated, is actually Unbreakable because of everything mm. that it started. And, mm. you know, it started that, that quote-unquote superhero genre. That was
1: this year? If you
0: will, that was this year. And wow. I couldn't tell you when it was this year because, like I said before, you didn't put the dates here. It's kind of bare. On here, but I would say that Unbreakable would be my most underrated. I
1: totally missed that. <laughs> it's totally, right here.
0: It's right here on the list. I'm going to
1: have to c- correct some things here. It's right Hold here on. on the
0: list. Right here. Unbreakable.
1: Yeah, wow, I missed that one. And
0: then it was, um, oh, I could probably tell you because you have all these in order. We watched Unbreakable.
1: Unbreakable. Right here after Four Days
0: in October, after we did those.
1: Yeah, it, so was, was, it, was, in it was in like the fall. Like late yeah. summer, early fall. So it was yeah. right. it was right in yeah. there. All right, cool. Uh, Well, my underrated movie, we're just coming out of the holiday season, um, and we didn't watch this movie in the holiday season, and I'm sure the score that it got... I'm pretty sure the score that it got uh, wasn't great, but thinking about it, I should have fought harder for this film uh, with its score. Um, My underrated film of the year is Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, Are you kidding? For all its stupidity, it's either that or Ford Fairlane, baby. Uh, for all its stupidity, for all it is, it really has an honest-to-goodness, true heart to it. It's fun. It's silly. We were just talking about curses movies on last week's episode uh-huh. and, you know, how important they are to me. And that one's important to me for my childhood. So, Ernest Saves Christmas. I think it's the best Ernest film as well, uh, which best Ernest film is, like, saying uh, uh, okay, uh, most thorough hand job." Oh, man, that's a bad example. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ernest uh, Saves Christmas is my, under, my underrated film of the year. So, again, you guys are going to vote on those, but... Great. Uh, overrated film of the year. Uh, I have two here. Uh, I'm going to go with this one again. These are kind of middle of the line, um, but uh, upon thinking about it, uh, I'm going to go with this one just because... I didn't have, like, high expectations for it, but at the very least, I thought it was going to, you know, impress me, not so much entertain me, and it's just, like, I haven't even thought about it since, and I'll never think about it again. My overrated film of the year is The Ides of March. Huh. Just, it's just a, just a wet fart of a, okay. of a of a year uh, for that film, oh. so. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So I was going to try to be smart and cute on this and say my overrated film of the year is Kazam, which got a one, (laughs) Um, but my legitimate um, movie, which I feel is severely overrated, probably because somebody gave a two and a half point overage to this movie, is Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf ended with an 8.75, which is about 5.75 points too high. So that's my underrated, overrated movie of the year, I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the most meh movie of the year?
0: Yeah, like our most like...
1: Like, not underrated, not overrated, just... like Well, our, we we'll watched that.
0: Sure, sure. Okay. Sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, which, what is your most... Mine enamored? is, um,
0: mine is... I I had a few on here, actually.
1: Well, only name me one, so you gotta pick one.
0: Uh, Easy A.
1: That was one of my two, so I'm yeah. glad you covered yeah. it. Yeah, Easy A. Again, build up to it, uh...
0: I was really excited for it, and then yeah. I was like, alright, sure. Didn't do anything for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I will go with my other one then. Uh, again, another, like, comedy, Neighbors 2. Oh, that was also on my list. Do you remember we watched, like, I had to literally be like, we watched that? Yeah, yeah. What? That existed? Like, honestly, I didn't even remember that it happened. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just... Keep
0: getting them checks. Call it Grace Moretz.
1: Keep getting them checks. Most of the people in that film. Um, did we agree we were going to do the should have watched? That was going to be an actual one we voted on? We're going to do more than one? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Never mind.
0: Yeah, we're doing three of them.
1: Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, so the only two that we have that we're going to give out before we actually nominate things... Our most is controversial. our most controversial... So, the most controversial MVP, most controversial LVP. Um, we'll start with controversial LVP. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, who do you think that is?
1: I have a, I have a list here. Um, right, I, I'm going to say the one that I got the feedback for. Because um, somebody gave me this feedback, and you'll guess who it is in just a moment. Look, there really wasn't a true LVP in this film, but like we said, somebody had to do it, and because he was so uncomfortable saying fucking galactic stuff. Sylvester Stallone, as the LVP of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, I got shit for from my best friend uh, for a good solid five or ten minutes on Facebook Messenger. So I'm gonna make sure that I, you know, give Stallone his due.
0: I never knew Rich was such a big Stallone fan.
1: He's Italian. So, so just te- just
0: just because?
1: So technically Sylvester Stallone is Rich's second father. Ah. Yeah, technically.
0: Yes. Oh, okay. Alright.
1: Uh, who would be your controversial LVP?
0: Hang on, Sly Stallone. Um see so with a lot of these movies. I don't really remember shit about them after you watch them, especially some of these in the bottom half here Mm -hmm. um so it was i had to google things and look at things and i was in training for this new job i have and i was in this computer lab and my phone kept dying um so it was real hard for me but i think that if i remember correctly we actually had a very big argument about this person being the lvp Mm -hmm. um of this very terrible movie But it's the biggest argument that I can remember, the biggest fight that we had, because there were so many options of who should be the LVP Mm -hmm. for this movie. So I'm going with uh, Gabriel Pimentel for the minis. That's who I think is most controversial. Not because he shouldn't be, but because there were other choices of who could have been.
1: We may get get to Gabriel later.
0: (laughs) We might. We might.
1: Controversial MVP. Who do you have for that?
0: So my controversial MVP.
1: I have a lot for this, by the way.
0: This was a hard category Mm -hmm. for me because, you know, some of these movies I couldn't really, you know, I don't even know half the names on this list, really, of, like, who it is and everything, Um, but the most controversial MVP I would have to say would be for... Um, I my opinion, uh, one of my favorite movies, Crazy Stupid Love, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling, who was fantastic okay. in it, but I really think that um, that Emma Emma Stone should have should have been the MVP of that movie. Um, and I think we argued it back and forth a little bit on that. No, I think we were both remember. pretty unanimous in Ryan Gosling. Well, th- that's
1: yeah. Um, Probably not but a good choice. That's for me fine. Then. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I have multiple here. Um, I'll just highlight it before I actually say mine. Uh, I really fought for Paul Giamatti and of March. Um, I also really fought for Jay Tarsus and Teen Wolf. Um, fucking Duck Boy from Space Invaders. But um, I'm gonna go with one again. We got direct feedback on this. Um, Lil Rel Howery from Get Out. Um, oh, Rod. Oh, that's true.
0: That's true. She, I forgot about that. We gave
1: that. him the MVP, and now it looks like Daniel Kaluuya might actually get nominated for Best Actor <laughs> for Get Out, which is, again, all well-deserved, but we got called out on Twitter specifically from our friend Tatiana about how we, me and her actually had a, a very civil back-and-forth on Twitter about it, um, so Lil Rel would be would be mine. Uh, and that's it for what we're giving out. Now it's time for uh, us to name what you people are going to decide. Um, We'll start with the movie we should have watched. So if you're familiar with the podcast, you know that uh, every week we watch either um, a holiday movie recently, but normally we watch a movie that we either randomly draw out of the box, or we nominate films back and forth, and one of us has to choose between those two. So we had a pretty uh, long list of movies that um, now we cannot watch on the podcast until we actually physically draw them out of the box so in turn that's left us with a list of films we just have to wait for so every year we're going to go through that list we're each going to nominate three movies that uh, we're sad we didn't get a chance to watch whether it be because the movie that we actually did watch wasn't that great or because we just really want to watch that movie so um, uh, uh, I will go first this one Um, really no no bad choice here we just talked about Get Out The movie that um, didn't get selected Mm. against Get Out, Cabin in the Woods.
0: That was my number one. That was my number one. Is
1: my nomination. So what is yours?
0: Um, My nomination is...
1: nomination
0: one of three. Yeah. One of my my nominations is going to be a movie that we both really wanted to see. We didn't get a chance to see. I had also asked you to write down on this list for me what movies they were up against. So I could make a more educated assumption I, here and I you didn't, didn't do mm-hmm. that either so I really don't know this mm-hmm. is just a jumble of, of movies here you should have a fucking so, memory how about mm, that yeah I have to remember everything else in our lives tell me what the so, movie
1: is so you, we, this isn't a nine Keanu, hour podcast Keanu when you,
0: Keanu is, is mine. yeah I
1: don't remember what it was Keanu uh, <laughs>
0: <fucking> <laughs> I
1: think me. it was Central Intelligence I'm pretty sure yeah so then uh, uh, number two for me um, was up against Mystery Team, because I was talking about, like, famous firsts. And Mystery Team was a clunker. And I know this is in a clunker, because I've seen it before. Quick Change.
0: That was also on my list. Yes, Quick Change. Okay. Um, a movie that is one of my all-time favorites, um, that I think we should have, have watched, was Grease. Grease, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: lastly, this is just ridiculous, uh, but when the minis was brought up, and we watched it. Sure, it was a lot of fun. But imagine the fun had we been sitting here with Zengri and watching Whoopi Goldberg and a big-ass dinosaur solve some crimes. Theodore Rex is sadly a, a podcast we have to wait to do now. Um, so right. that would be my third nominee there.
0: Okay, well, my third nominee is in a, an Academy Award-winning movie. I already
1: said Theodore Rex. <laughs>
0: the Artist.
1: The Artist, okay, cool. So you are um, should have watched... Mullet Award nominees are Cabin in the Woods, Keanu, Quick Change, Grease, Theodore Rex, and the Very good. Uh, now we are going to do... Uh, Let's move into score. Yes, yeah, so I was going to do... We
0: talk a lot about yes. music on this podcast. So, uh,
1: be, well, best score slash soundtrack. Yeah. Best music. Best just music. Best music in a film. Um, I got to go first last time, so you can go first.
0: Um. Yeah. One of mine is... is... Yeah, um, Star Wars The Force Awakens.
1: Ooh, okay, I didn't actually have that on my list. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's classic, it's there, It's 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 got to be one of them.
1: That's going to mess me up, because I thought you were going to take something. Um, I'm going to nominate, again, if you're talking classic uh, soundtrack or score, Blade Runner. Okay. Blade Runner uh, maybe was a little bit of a disappointment to me. But the score was not. So Blade... I'm going to have to go Blade Runner there.
0: Good. Well, when you're talking classic soundtracks and, you know, songs that you can sing along to... I'm actually going to put uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs.
1: Doubtfire was mm-hmm. on my list.
0: Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This is really
1: difficult. All right. Well, I can get rid of that. I can get rid of that. I can get rid of that.
0: You have two more. Yes. I know. I
1: But I have, I, have, I, have, I have, like, ten things written for everything. Um... If you're talking soundtrack and score, it it didn't uh, it didn't disappoint from the first movie, Guardians, Guardians of, the Galaxy, of the Galaxy Volume two. Volume Two. That uh, would be for my nomination.
0: Um, crazy Stupid Love.
1: It was on my list. I took. Oh fuck! Okay.
0: That's my last nomination. Oh shit!
1: This this is literally. One of the toughest decisions I've ever had to make in my life. I'm just gonna tell you what I have in front of me for these, this last pick. I have Get Out, I have Teen Wolf, and I have Beetlejuice. Now think about me on this okay. podcast. Get
0: Out is gonna be the. No no no
1: no 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 This is my pick. I have to talk this out aloud, okay? Okay,
0: talk it out loud. We're gonna munch on some of these Reese's Pieces
1: while you do. You got it. Danny Elfman, and <laughs> he got me. Let's be honest. And you got uh, uh, some Calypso music. You got Harry, uh, Harry Belafonte. You have uh, Gambino and uh, creepiness and just everything about Get Out, including score. Win in the end, which uh, I got yelled at for using the whole, uh, Rich did not deny that I bought the rights of that song, Um, but I didn't. I am going... This is so difficult. Oh, I'm going to go with Beetlejuice.
0: Really? I'm
1: going to go with Beetlejuice because ultimately, Teen Wolf is just for the one song. And Get Out is going to get plenty of other love, I feel like.
0: Yeah, that's why. Like, I had it on most of my list. But it was like, oh, it's going to do it, Malt's going to do it. But Beetlejuice,
1: you have Danny Elfman, you have Harry Belafonte... Like, Beetlejuice is uh, pretty And Jillian likes
0: to dance to it. It's
1: true. So I'm going Beetlejuice. (laughs) Thanks a lot.
0: So your nominations for Best Score slash Soundtrack slash Music are uh, Crazy Stupid Love, Mm -hmm. Star Wars The Force Awakens, Mrs. Doubtfire, Blade Runner, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and Beetlejuice. Nice.
1: Sounds right. Sounds good. Oh, let's go into Best and Worst Scene.
0: Okay, this was, this was difficult for me.
1: This, <laughs> it, with your memory, it's going to be. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so we'll start with... I uh, always start with the worst. So we'll start with Worst Scene. Um, I believe Ice kicked this one off. Yes, I kicked this one off. Um, I have, like... I have two from the same movie and I know I have to pick one. No,
0: you don't. Not necessarily, because I have some that are the, from the same movie too. Um it's fine.
1: I don't know. I, I'm again
0: and, I, and honestly I feel like a lot of the same movies are gonna be. I've blocked
1: a lot of this here. from my memory. So
0: We're doing worst?
1: Worst. Worst scene first. Oh I could
0: tell you all three of mine. Hold on gonna... hold on
1: one second. I'm trying to look up one thing in particular. I'm um, just making sure. What was... All right, fuck it. The Uptown Funk scene from Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Roadshow.
0: Oh, show. man, I forgot about that fucking scene.
1: So I couldn't defer- I couldn't shit. determine it between... What was the song from the opening? Was it uh, LMFAO or something? Yeah. I just tried to look it up.
0: Sure. Your phone blew up.
1: <laughs> Red Foo sharded out of my phone. Um, I, like I couldn't find
0: All right, I'll tell you.
1: I'm okay. pretty sure it's like party rock or whatever the fuck it is.:
0: My phone actually legit just like stopped working. Okay.
1: Oh, juicy wiggle. Juicy
0: wiggle.:
1: Okay, no, yeah, it's okay. It's the Oh God, how do you pick?
0: No, it's definitely the Uptown Funk yeah, scene. Yeah, uh,
1: the Uptown Funk scene from Alvin and the Chipmunks. What, what, the road what part trip.
0: did he change? Pour oh. some
1: uh,
0: liquor in it? Yeah, and then he changed to... It's
1: like juice or something? I don't even remember. I don't even know. But yeah, the Uptown Funk scene oh, from Alvin good and the one. Chipmunks. That's good. Samantha?
0: Okay, alright. So, my first worst scene is probably... Out of all the 52 movies that we watched this year, mm-hmm. the most heart-wrenching scene for me. It, like, literally was shocking. It, like, brought me to tears. Andrew was angry, and I couldn't stop talking about it for days. <laughs> it's the... Koala hanging scene from Ford Fairlane. Oh
1: fuck! I gotta change my <laughs> I to change my best scene now. Are
0: you kidding? Oh my god, that's like the worst scene. It, it it was just so. I forgot
1: about the koala.
0: Painful. Oh,
1: can I name can I name him for best non LVP? <laughs> you didn't think we kill the fucking koala, did you? Ow! Oh my god, I hate you so much. Uh my second nominee is the 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 dual rap from Kazam. Oh
0: when the little god.
1: boy and Kazam are like rapping that song back and forth about yes. fucking whatever.
0: Oh my god, that was so bad. I can't believe I forgot. Yep. See, all these I blocked from my memory. Yep. That yep. is crazy. Okay. Um. Mine is. Any time, all of the scenes where the dad and the son interacted in the minis.
1: You have to pick. All oh, right, yeah. No,
0: all of them. They're all on there. All those, all of those dad and son scenes. It's uh, like fair. one big scene. Mine,
1: mine was well, mine was the whole movie because I wrote every minis montage. <laughs> all right, so dad and son mini scene. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last one. Fuck.
0: No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. uh,
1: shit. I. All right, fine. I'm making a juicy wiggle. Because <laughs> okay. my, yeah, my other one was, besides the minis, was going to be Andrew Dice Clay sing, the singing in Ford Fairlane. But you already covered Ford Fairlane, so I'm like, all right, fine. So, yeah, juicy wiggle would be mine. And what's your last one?
0: Oh, man, I don't want to upset you. No, please, go ahead. Um, the sex off the screen from Teen Wolf when he lets out the howl and she's all... When he has sex with the... Uh,
1: oh, Pamela. Yeah. When he's dressed like a confederate werewolf?
0: Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confederate werewolf sex is, is my last scene. Okay. Sure. I mean, you have to admit that that scene is terrible.
1: It's vital to the plot. Moving on.
0: Yes, yeah, so vital to the plot.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, best scene in a movie. All right. Uh, you go first on this one.
0: This is also difficult for me to think mm-hmm. of. Um,
1: I, I mean, I have a lot. I
0: mean, I have quite a few. I here. want to make
1: sure we go over some honorable mentions. Okay,
0: so there. probably the most notable scene... That that we were witness to, in all of these movies this year, was the montage of the making of Mrs. Doubtfire, making her into it. When they're trying all the different things, and it's all the impressions and the Mrs. Doubtfire like making
1: uh, making
0: making of Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay, that's what I would say. Okay.
1: Uh, mine... Oh, we
0: didn't. We didn't recap the worst scenes. I'm sorry. We should. Oh yeah, the worst scenes. Recap
1: uh, Uptown are... Funk from Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Trip, the koala hanging scene from The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, the dual rap from Kazam, any scene with the dad and the son from the Minis, the Juicy Wiggle scene from Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip. and the Confederate werewolf sex scene from Teen Wolf. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: mine is. Uh, Liam Neeson at the end of Schindler's List, um, when he's Mm. realizing how uh, everything he could have done extra, and the realization and like everything, Uh, so like his kind of speech at the end of Schindler would be uh, that's beautiful. Be one of my nominations.
0: That's a beautiful speech. Go ahead. Argo, fuck yourself.
1: Uh, Oh, so the um.
0: Alan Alda, Alan Arkin. Ar- 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 it's Alan Alda. N- Al- Alan Arkin. A, a Argo. Fuck great yourself, movie
1: you guys have going here. Let me tell you, this is a this is a great Alan Arkin. Uh, fuck, you know it's Alan Alda, but it's a good uh, Bill Hader doing Alan Alda. I still almost an Alan Arkin. He's a great guy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You Argo. Okay,
0: Argo. Fuck, Ar- fuck Ar- yourself. Argo. Fuck
1: yourself. So, are you talking about the scene where he is? Um, which they say it like ten times. Are you talking about when the No,
0: Argo Fuck Yourself? He only says that once.
1: No, Argo Fuck Yourself is said it several times in the movie. Are you talking about when he is trying to pitch doing the movie? No. Like his first big main scene?
0: No. It's at it's towards the end.
1: That's not okay. I know what you're talking about. Like they call him after they've returned. That's not really a scene.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a scene. He says it. It's a scene. It happens.
1: Because also John Goodman says it as well. And Ben Affleck also says it. Like, again, I think you're misremembering you're mis- this. Mm. The scene that I'm thinking of, that I think you're thinking of, is when Alan Arkin goes to that studio at the beginning of the movie and drops a dick on the table about, you know, getting access and getting the ability to fake make this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're thinking of. Mm -hmm. They say, Argo, fuck yourself throughout the movie. They do.
0: Uh, When Alan Arkin first says it.
1: What does Argo mean? Argo, you don't know? It means Argo, fuck yourself.
0: That scene. What does Argo mean? I don't know.
1: That was a seven-second clip, Samantha. Doesn't it matter.
0: It's still a scene. That's not a
1: scene. What that's
0: constitutes a, a scene?
1: More than one line.
0: It wasn't. It was, what does Argo mean? I don't know.
1: That's seriously your second that's nominee. That's mine.
0: I like it. I think okay. it's really powerful. Okay. You can Argo fuck yourself anytime.
1: Okay. Um, win in the end. Teen Wolf.
0: Okay, and you were making fun of mine.
1: The basketball montage at the end of Teen Wolf makes me want to be a better Meng.
0: God, something does.
1: What? It's. i um, <laughs> not remembering the movie you're nominating. Okay, um.
0: I am going to nominate next the. David Linhagen scene from Crazy Stupid Love. I like that. The one where oh, you're David Linhagen, and he goes the, and punch uh, it, the the fight scene. The if you fight will. reveal
1: scene. Yes. yes, that's at the uh, house. Crazy mm-hmm. fight reveal. Yeah, man, there's so many that are David not getting picked. Um, I want to give honorable mentions to what's not getting picked. The speech at the end of the day, the Earth stood still. Um, the final match in Kingpin. Um, the test mm-hmm. scene from A Clockwork Orange, mm-hmm. uh, anything from Get Out, uh, namely uh, Rod and um, Allison Williams' phone call back and forth And the end of Blade Runner. What I'm going with is uh, the Arrow, the uh, Yondu, Rocket, and Groot escape scene to That's come a little bit scene. closer from Guardians of the Galaxy to. Um, would be mine so uh, your nominees for best scene this year, the Making Mrs. Doubtfire montage, Liam Neeson's speech at the end of Schindler's List uh, Alan Arkin saying Argo Fuck Yourself for 7 seconds uh, Win in the End at the end of Teen Wolf uh, the fight reveal David Lindhagen scene from Crazy Stupid Love and the Arrow come a little bit closer scene from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 cool, moving right along uh,
0: yeah, let's pick a category that I can really criticize your choices
1: in. What? I'm just saying it's not a scene. Okay. I'm, I'm allowed to... Okay. to make the next category. Um, well, now we're getting into, like, heavy MVP-LVP discussion. So keep up with us here. Uh, we're going to do the best performance that wasn't given an MVP and the worst performances that were not giving LVPs. So we'll start... With the worst non-LVP, so these are people that did not win the LVP for their movie, but possibly should have, or just skated by. Um, who you start? I start this one? Uh, mine. Oh, we made the joke on the podcast. So I'm going to do it anyway. Donald Trump, Home Alone, Lost in New York. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway.
0: Okay.
1: He turned around and looked at Macaulay Culkin's ten-year-old butt.
0: All right. Um. Mm, so one of the movies that got a one, the only movie that got a one, mm-hmm. is Sha- Is a uh, Kazam. Uh huh. And Ma- and the LVP of Kazam was Francis Capra.
1: The little boy. Kid it actor, should have been man. Shaq.
0: It should have been Shaq, Shaq and that's was, what I'm saying.
1: Shaq was my next pick. Sha- Shaq for Kazam. Shaq was my next pick.
0: Shaq for Kazam. Yeah,
1: Shaq was my next pick. Uh, my next pick is, again, I, I really wanted this when we recorded this. Not a movie that like like really hit in terms of low score, kind of right in the middle. Um, Dominique Dierks from Mystery Team. Mm. The, uh, the dumb guy from Mystery Team. Next,
0: yeah, i write this down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, my next nominee is going to be. See, this is really difficult for me, really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it before, I think he was
1: really bad,
0: but I think this person was worse. Triple H for the chaperone.
1: That's my next fucking pick. You Triple keep H taking H away, big chaperone. Damn it, I
0: mean, he just, I mean.
1: It wasn't great.
0: I mean, he he was he was. Can you nominate good. Triple
1: H's hair separately? He was not good. Um.
0: And who's your last nominee for this category?
1: Tony Hale from *Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip*. Talk about fucking annoying as shit.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I don't know what I was thinking. You'd pick why I didn't think you'd pick those.
1: I have a couple other ones.
0: Well, here's mine. And I'm sorry. Sorry, Nice Clay.
1: You're picking Dice? I'm
0: picking the Dice Man for four. Oh, minutes.
1: I have somebody else from that movie. Can I convince you to pick them instead? No. Priscilla Presley. Remember Priscilla Presley?
0: No. Damn it.
1: All right, fine. So your nominees for the worst non-LVP are Donald Trump, Shaquille O'Neal, Dominic Dierks, Triple H, Tony Hale, and Andrew Dice Clay. Wow. That is, that's a six of them, all right. That's a six of them I'd like to see. Uh, <laughs> best, non-L, best non-MVPs, best non the best performances that were not given an MVP. Samantha, you kick us off.
0: Hmm. Now, this is interesting. I have eight people.
1: I have ten.
0: Yeah, so um, three of them are from the same movie.
1: Jesus, okay.
0: This is really hard. I think this goes back to the conversation we were talking about earlier. One of mine is... What's his name?
1: Daniel Kaluuya.
0: For Get Out. He was
1: my number one pick.
0: Yeah. Well, I
1: nominated him, Okay, so nice. fuck off. Uh, just mentioned it a minute ago. Kind of. Um, Michael Rooker, Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. Mm. Two movies that actually came out this year, we ended up watching on the podcast, funny enough.
0: Yeah. Um... Woody Harrelson for Kingpin. Ooh. I think he did a phenomenal job nice. in that movie. I think that. And I was just thinking of, like, his career and all the movies I've mm-hmm. seen of him. I think because we watched the Planet of the Apes. And just
1: recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
0: recently. It kind of gotcha. brought it back for sure. me. So, uh,
1: Holly Hunter in The Incredibles. Really? Yeah. She is the glue that holds that movie together. And the more and more I think about it, hmm. I think she's awesome. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's that's an interesting... See, I didn't think that you... I had so many on my list because I was like, oh, I'm also gonna pick this person this person, and you haven't really picked anybody off my list. Um, so my last nominee here. She's hard, so I don't know if I want to put up this other person against somebody I already nominated. But she was really,
1: really good.
0: Um, some honorable mention. Well, I don't know who you're going to... Can you do yours? Because I've got some. Or... I'm going to go ahead and do yours. Honorable... Honorable... I'll,
1: I'll, I'll just say uh... if I had them on my list. Well, I, I know... Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, because I talked about it earlier. Save
1: honorable mention. Save honorable mention. Save. All Make right. your pick, and then we'll go over who we...
0: I think that...
1: Like put you on a Clockwood.
0: Mm. I'm in between two now. Um, I'm going to go with Emma Stone for Crazy Emma Stupid Stone. Love. That's what I was thinking before. It's the first one I have written down when I was thinking of this. Because um, I adore her. Okay. So.
1: Gotcha. Um, I have a lot. But I'm going to go with one. A movie we haven't mentioned yet. Um, but this is right when he was killing these roles. was on the fire uh vince vaughn and dodgeball Mm. vince vaughn back in like 2003 to 2005 could do no wrong and dodgeball is exactly that case Hmm. um people honorable mentions here that we didn't uh
0: number one honorable mention allison williams for get out if i wasn't gonna nominate uh daniel kalua yeah and cream i was gonna nominate her because <coughs> I think she did. I mean, yeah, as a crazy white girl down, to a crazy white girl, she did a really good job portraying yeah. a crazy white girl. because I've just been
1: around it so much, it just didn't, you know. Uh, my others, uh, Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. Steve Carell, Crazy Stupid Love. Uh, Harrison Ford, Blade Runner. Uh, Jack Lemmon, The Odd Couple. Mm. Steve Martin, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I had him as well. And uh, John Goodman, Argo. Mm.
0: I also had... um. Gina Davis for Beetlejuice. I
1: okay. think she
0: does a really good job in that movie. Sure.
1: I put Winona Ryder maybe up there as well.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. You
1: know what we should fuck next year? Or could we do it quickly? Hmm. A best cast? Because hmm. like now we're saying it out loud, I'm like, fuck, Alec Baldwin, Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara, whoever the fuck Otho is... We'll add that next year. We'll always kind of tinker and add stuff.
0: Yeah, best best ensemble.
1: Best ensemble. Like they do for the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, best
0: ensemble. We'll do that
1: next year. Um, All right, next. uh, The worst MVP and the best LVP. Oh, God. So the person uh, who won an MVP and probably shouldn't have, but they were just because of the movie they were in, and the LVP uh, who was actually all right, but just happened to be in that movie. Uh, So, I guess we'll start with weak MVP.
0: Uh, Zach Efron for Neighbors 2.
1: I actually was supposed to start there, but.
0: Well, I started because I Oh, really? Okay.
1: Didn't have that on my list. But Uh, it's
0: true, right? I guess.
1: I thought he was really good in that.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's really good in everything because he's shirtless in it, so it's fine.
1: I was more so thinking Kimberly Williams Paisley for Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Can you remember four lines she had in that film?
0: You you are something against this movie? Hmm. See, and I thought I was nominating too many things from the same movie, but no. I guess, like if, if if they resonate, I guess, like the Razzies, is yeah, usually like if, the if they're
1: game. bad or they're good, like they're gonna get brought yeah. up.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Um, Here, let me do two in a row, so that way. Um, uh Patty Deutsch from Kronk's New Groove. She was the waitress. That's literally all I have. (laughs) To explain why she was the MVP. Okay. Um.
0: Darren, Chris for girls most likely. I don't. I couldn't even tell you what that movie is about. Again,
1: you're you're picking like movies. Well, yeah. Which I agree with. But I think the performances are like the only good thing about them. Well. So which is fine. We're we're um defining this category a little differently, which is fine. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. So the way that I looked at it was, I looked at all of those MVPs on that list, and I got, kind of was like, okay, compared to all the other MVPs on sure. this list, who's the weakest? Not necessarily in this movie who shouldn't have won it.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, I'm, not, it, it, I'm taking like the crap of the crap and being like, who won the MVP? Oh, they did? Oh, God. Because they're still not great. John Castello from Kazam.
0: Oh, I had him on here, too.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the nice firefighter boyfriend.
0: Sure. Um, I don't even remember who this person was. Who was Noel Fisher from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2?
1: Noel Fisher? Oh, no. he's a Michelangelo. He's got a voice of Michelangelo. He's oh, a Stucky oh. from Law and Order SV. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: oh. Bing, bang, bong.
1: Bing, bang, bong. Is that who you're nominating?
0: No, I couldn't remember oh. who it was, so I had him on there, but no. Big snob. <laughs> I gotta a, nominate David Ortiz. Are you sure for you wanna go day. with Joe Tori? <laughs> four <laughs> days in October. David uh, Ortiz. As I was
1: driving home visiting you at work today, because uh, it's on South OBT here in Orlando, which is a very heavy, like Hispanic neighborhood. What there was, no. a, was a giant fruit food truck like parked in a in like a uh, like a parking lot and the first thing that was listed on the fucking v- fucking truck was mofongo and it took everything mofongo. it took everything to not one crash into the back of the car in front of me <laughs> and two pull over and take a picture or call you or live stream you ever because I've never should seen have bought some. I've never seen the word mofongo written in, out out loud yeah
0: it's amazing. really popular, and it's delicious when done right. Because right. we have lots of
1: uh-huh. So the nominees, I don't know if we went over. We didn't, but we'll recap
0: one. at the end
1: uh, every no, 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 we're not. Uh, best non-MVP, Daniel Kaluuya, Get Out.
0: No. I'm oh, going yeah, over yeah. that. We didn't
1: go over that. Michael Rooker, Guardians of Galaxy, Volume 2. Woody Harrelson, Kingpin. Holly Hunter, The Incredibles. Emma Stone, Crazy Stupid Love. Vince Vaughn, Dodgeball. Uh, weakest MVP, Zac Efron, Neighbors 2. Kimberly Williams, Paisley. Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. Uh, Patty Deutsch, Kronk's New Groove, Darren Chris, Girl Most Likely, John Costello, Casam, David Ortiz, Four Days in October. Now, the uh, the best LVP, so the person, uh, the people who, uh, you know, just kind of happenstance, mm-hmm. they're there because that's what we had for them. Um, I, no, you actually go first. Sister. I go
0: first yes. for real?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, strongest LVP. Mm-hmm. This was actually tough for me to to list some people here, cause some of the shit that we have, they deserve it. Um, James Cromwell for Big Hero Six. He was he was on my list. He's one of mine.
1: Yeah, he was on my list. He actually was gonna be one of my three nominees. Uh,
0: Not anymore, Saka.
1: Sylvester Stallone, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. <laughs> I have to have to give props where it's due. He was controversial. In turn, he was good. So
0: Okay. Um. Terence Howard for St. Vincent.
1: He was also on my list.
0: I really enjoyed that movie. I really enjoyed his performance in that movie. It's just a a shitty thing mm-hmm. that you have to pick an L V P, you know?
1: Uh Ben Affleck and Argo. I feel bad he's about on my, every he's day.
0: He's
1: on my list. <laughs> I feel he bad about. He
0: was my about, number
1: one. He was my number one too. And I went with Stallone first. Damn.
0: Damn. I don't know how to say this person's name. I'm actually going to
1: need need the list because yeah, I don't remember what's what I wrote down. Can I see the list? You don't have to see. This? I don't want to see your paycheck.
0: Yeah, fuck off.
1: Who, um, who are you saying here?
0: Katarzyna uh, the, Simokowizka.
1: The fuck you Jew lady from Schindler's List? Yeah. We don't even have confirmation that was her.
0: I'm fine, I won't pick her.
1: <laughs> also, you're really gonna make me type that out?
0: <laughs> Zeppo marks for horse feathers.
1: Okay, Zeppo marks. I like that one. Uh, I gotta...
0: <laughs> yeah, you like that one because you can spell it.
1: <laughs> well, Zeppo ain't easy. Um... Who was this last person? Oh, where? Hold on, I gotta find it. Where did it go?
0: Who are you what movie are you playing? I'll for? tell you, it's hold different.
1: on. I don't wanna. Oh, okay. Uh Tracy Walter from City Slickers. The guy that played Cookie. That's who it was. Mm. He was fine. Uh, Three nominees for Best LVP, James Cromwell, Big Hero 6, Sylvester Stallone, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Terrence Howard, St. Vincent, Ben Affleck, Argo, Seppo Marks, Horse Feathers, Tracy Walter, City Surfers.
0: Okay.
1: These are the big four here. Uh, Do you want to make MVP and LVP five as well? Sure. I mean, these are the big four awards. so I feel like only having six like some of these other ones is, you know, I have enough to do it if you don't, if you do.
0: And you have enough? I can, yeah, I can, okay. I
1: can do it. Okay. So, these are the the people that actually were nominated, or actually won MVP and LVP.
0: So that's what we're doing first? MVP, yes. LVP? Okay.
1: Yes, so the worst LVP. So who was the worst of the worst? Uh, I get to go you first. You get to
0: go first? It's not fair.
1: I get to go first. I want to go first. And I feel it's only fair, we were talking about notables here uh, earlier on, that... The only person that won two LVPs this year should be nominated in this category. Uh, so I'm nominating David Spade for, p- take your pick, either the Emperor or Kronk's New Group. Okay. Oh, sorry. I have to, the storage. That was one of the notables we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast. He's the only one that managed to do that this year.
0: Okay. All right, 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 uh, counter Reeves for Parenthood.
1: Whoa! Shocker!
0: Are you being sarcastic?
1: Yes, I don't have him on my list at all. He's so bad.
0: <coughs> He's so bad! Let's
1: document our love.
0: You're so bad!
1: The fucking pigeon lady! <laughs> Brenda Fricker, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So for this category, Best MVP and Best and Worst Movie, we will have ten nominees. Like uh, like the Oscars do for, uh, not for acting, but you know, there's just so um, many to, to pick from.
0: Gabriel Pimento
1: for one of the minis. Damn it, you took my next one, damn it. Yep. <clears throat> um
0: we got a lot of kid actors on uh, yeah. that. Oh lists. shit! Hmm. And I'm
1: gonna let off the hook. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz for Neighbors Two. Really? She was very bad for somebody who, for I've always really, really enjoyed her work. She was that bad in that movie.
0: Hmm. I hate Matt Dillon, so Matt Dillon (laughs) for Girl Most Likely. He's on my list. (laughs) Matt Dillon for Girl Most Likely.
1: All right, so that's three for each of us, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay, uh, I gotta come on. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Man. Kevin Corgan in The Chaperone. He was
0: on my list. He was on my list. He was on there. Yep. Wayne Alexander for Space Invaders.
1: Oh, God yeah oh man, you just gave me the runs,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: was it uh Vern bot was that what it was? <laughs> I it sucked. um
0: so your last one is it my last one? yeah you have four two, three.
1: yeah, uh, Peter Sati from mystery team,
0: oh gosh,
1: that like weird coke fiend freak dude.
0: Um, Francis Capra for Kazan. Yeah, he's
1: also on my list. Kid actors, man.
0: Kid, Kid actor. actors. They got a bad rep this year. Bad representation this year.
1: <clears throat> best MVP. So, the best performances of them all. All
0: right. Well, uh, you get to start. start. You start. Hit, hidden big. Uh. Ooh. I'll go with my number one, Robin Williams for Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Iconic movie. Mm-hmm. People don't forget that role.
1: Bill Murray in Kingpin.
0: In Kingpin.
1: Bill Murray in Kingpin.
0: Oh, okay. I had Bill Murray in Saint Vincent.
1: So you're nominating him as well. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna split the vote. Uh, of course, he uh-huh. was one person that won multiple MVPs. He won. He families.
0: actually yeah. won three of them. He yep. won it for. Um. Kingpin, St. Vincent, and Rushmore.
1: Nice. Uh, Malcolm McDowell in a clockwork orange. Wow. He almost joined that uh, Jason Lee list, too. Remember, he was an easy A?
0: Yes, I remember. Oh, God. Okay. Mm. Uh. Michael Keaton and
1: Beetlejuice. Damn, he took me. I was going to say, my next Sorry, one was gonna... I have... uh, uh, Beetlejuice is Michael Keaton. That's <laughs> going to be... I do a really good Michael Keaton. You ready? Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Michael Keaton. Can't get the rasp out of my... <laughs> I do a better Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice than I do Beetlejuice. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was my next pick. So actually, it's good because I get to get an extra person in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Walter Matthau in The Odd Couple.
0: Hmm. Okay, Dave Bautista, in Guardians oh, of the Galaxy. That was too. gonna be the
1: person that got bumped up when you took Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. Damn it! Schindler's Lists.
0: That was my last one. Um, uh, let me just double check this list real quick. What's my last nominee here? i want make it. Make sure it's it's good. Um, let's see. This is this is a difficult. Decision for me because I really think this guy had a really good year and I'm gonna pull a fast one. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to this guy. He had a really really good year and then he had a really really shit year. Um, but he's got a direct line to my funny bone. I
1: knew you're going to which movie.
0: I'm gonna do Kevin Hart
1: uh-huh.
0: for Central Intelligence because I feel like that was the stronger performance of
1: his. Yeah. Uh, and one that you gave me because you mentioned it as Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. Ah. Um, so, again, notables. So we already mentioned Bill Murray was a three-time MVP this year.
0: Yes. Uh, um, Kevin Hart
1: was a two-time MVP. For,
0: for Central Intelligence and Ride Along. Yep. Uh, we also had Daniel Stern who won two MVPs for mm-hmm. City Slickers and Home Alone 2 Lost in New mm-hmm. York.
1: So he didn't get nominated here, but still, kudos to mm-hmm. him.
0: Yes. And that's all of the great Really? That was it? Those three. And David Spade was the LVP, two LVPs, and Jason Lee was both.
1: Oh, uh, Robin Williams, all of his stuff was another Yeah, Robin Williams only
0: won this year. We only watched one of his movies. And Harrison
1: Ford didn't... Harrison Ford was from the other Star Wars. He didn't get it for Blade Runner. Okay. Right. Alrighty. Best and worst movies of the year.
0: Wait, are you going to recap those MVPs?
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I I didn't recap LVPs either, so... Uh, Worst LVP, your nominees are David Spade in The Emperor's New Groove, Keanu Reeves in Parenthood, Brenda Fricker in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Gabriel Pimentel in The Minis, Chloe Grace Moretz in Neighbors 2, Matt Dillon in Girl Most Likely, Kevin Corrigan in The Chaperone, Wayne Alexander in Spaced Invaders, Peter Satie in Mystery Team, and Francis Capra in Kazam. Mm -hmm. Best MVP, Robin Williams, Mrs. Doubtfire, Bill Murray, St. Vincent, Bill Murray, Kingpin, Malcolm McDowell, Clockwork Orange, Michael Keaton, Beetlejuice, Walter Matthau, uh, Odd Couple, Dave Bautista, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Liam Neeson, uh, Schindler's List, Kevin Hart, Central Intelligence, Samuel L. Jackson, Unbreakable. I am a fucking mullet so manly and a fucking female in the bunch. <laughs> Jesus. And then we have a. Uh, That's interesting. We have, well, honestly, we have two in LVP.
0: Well, there weren't very many.
1: No, because they don't know how to write for women. It's, <laughs> it's a shitty, shitty system. Huh. Worst movie of the year.
0: So I think that maybe next year we should look at having female and male categories. Mm. If it warrants
1: it. Yeah, if it warrants it. I mean, I, I don't like doing that just because.
0: Acting's acting, it shouldn't matter what. Exactly. Sex at least for is.
1: this, you know. It, it, you I
0: know. mean in general. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
1: Uh worst movie of the year. Like at the start, right? Yes. Kazam.
0: Yeah, that was my number one. Space Invaders.
1: Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Road Chip. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh The Minis. I'm
1: trying to keep up here. my top four. Uh, Girl, most likely. That was
0: on my list too. Okay. Um, Ford Fairlane, Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Oh
1: shit. Kronk's New Groove. That
0: was also. Oh no. The Chaperone. Oh shit! I gotta find another movie. Fuck. Super
1: Mario Brothers.
0: Okay. All right, hang on one second, because all the movies that were on my list were. I all hmm. mine
1: were used as well.
0: So let me see what I would like. My last nomination in this category to be. Uh, hmm. Ernest Saves Christmas.
1: Are you kidding me? Ugh, fine. Whatever. You're
0: lucky it's not Teen Wolf.
1: Best Movie of the Year.
0: Wait, recap those. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, so your nominees for Worst Movie of the Year, Kazam, Spaced Invaders, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, The Minis, Girl Most Likely, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Kronk's New Groove, The Chaperone, Super Mario Brothers, and Ernest Saves Christmas. And your nominees for Best Movie of the Year on Meredith Movies. Get Samantha. Out. Okay. Schindler's List. Mm.
0: The Incredibles.
1: Uh, A Clockwork Orange. Mm.
0: Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens.
1: Uh, The Odd Couple. Hmm, really? That movie's, I give that a 10. That movie's fucking dope.
0: Hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
1: Win in the end! Are you kidding me? Teen Wolf Baby! Of course! Of course it is! Oh my god. Of course it is.
0: Now, this is hard. I've got four movies here, and I can only pick one of them. Yes. Um,
1: so do I. I know which one I'm picking.
0: i got to go with Parenthood. Ooh.
1: Okay. I really, really... I swore you were going to go crazy, stupid, lovely.
0: I know. It's on there, and it's glaring at me now that I didn't pick it. But I really enjoyed Parenthood, too.
1: I mean, you know I'm going to be here, right? Come on. It's Beetlejuice. I really wanted to go with City Slickers as well.
0: I really wanted to go Crazy Stupid Love. really wanted to go St. Vincent because I thought it was an incredible movie this year. So
1: your nominees for Best Movie of the Year are Get Out, Schindler's List, The Incredibles, A Clockwork Orange, Star Wars The Force Awakens, The Odd Couple, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Teen Wolf, Parenthood, and Beetlejuice. Uh, Next week, I'll have compiled for you because I'm not going to be able to do the math right now, who leads for nominations? Who has the most nominations? You know, all those cool, funky stats. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of fun. This is good. This is a good idea. We'll do this every year.
0: If you have any suggestions for more categories for us to add, you can email <coughs> us um, at Mary W. <coughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. You were coffee <coughs> in the middle of my club. Right. Excuse me. If you have more nominations that you'd like to see in the future, just. Email us at marriedwithmovies at gmail.com or tweet us, um, Mary W. Movies, at uh, Mary, Mary w w Movies. movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. I f- don't really know how all that works, mm-hmm. but uh, do it. And let us know. We're really open to, to different nominations. If there's, you know, Razzie-like categories you'd like to see, more Oscar-like categories you'd like to see, let us know. If you agree with some of our choices, disagree with some of our choices, Vote. Go vote ArcadeAudio.net. Go to the Podbloggle section. I
1: think that's where it's going to be. I'm not positive. It'll be on the website. I'll make sure to let you know where the link is when the ballot is up next week.
0: And, and like we said before, it'll be open probably until about early March. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll send a fun prize to the winner. Um, what does that
1: mean? There's no winner.
0: The <laughs> person who nominates the most things that win. What? You're <laughs> not making oh, any sense. To, to me or mullet. I'm sorry. One of us is going to be the winner. better be me.
1: Oh, no. We're not competing. Oh, it's, we're competing. No, we're not. We
0: compete in everything. You just don't know. That's why you're losing. Um, <laughs> what? In can life. I,
1: can I see uh, the list real quick? Here. I want to I just point out notables. I want to point out movies that didn't get nominated for anything. <laughs> uh, uh, right Along. Suburban Commando. Ooh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, technically, The Ides of March, because we, we didn't like nominate for anything. Rushmore. Heathers. Uh, Home Alone 1. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Ratatouille.
0: Mm.
1: Hoop Dreams. I think that's it. Oh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. And, yep, that is it. So just notable movies that just didn't tick anywhere. So. We
0: had a pretty crazy year. Nowadays. It was. We had them all over the board, a big uh. spread.
1: Well, look how we're going to start the year. Uh, next, the year. Next week, well, the next two weeks, we are going to watch uh, East of Eden, uh, 50s classic starring James Dean. That's
0: been on the plate for about six weeks now.
1: <laughs> it's longer than that. <laughs> uh, and who's your caddy?
0: Who, who is your caddy? which
1: is quoted? Who
0: is your caddy?
1: Uh, it's the only thing I know about this movie besides the fact that this involves rapping, golfing, um, is He's rapping it. Uh, the cast from The Hangover was invited to dinner with Bill Clinton, uh, like after the movie, but like when they were making The Hangover Part Two, and Bill Clinton started having a, a spirited discussion about film and uh, how much he loves comedies, and he tapped Zach Galifianakis on the shoulder. And I was like, oh, yeah, I meant the, uh, one of the movies I love. Uh, what's the name of that film? Asking like one of his Secret Service from at the table. And he's like, oh, yeah, Who's Your Caddy? Who's Your Caddy is Bill Clinton's favorite comedy.
0: Well, then it's going to be good for this country. So let's watch it. Who is your caddy? I mean, that's a, that's a good question. Who is your who, caddy? Who is
1: all of y'all's caddy?
0: Who is your caddy? So those
1: are coming up very soon, and who knows what the no, rest of the year will and hold. And
0: early in the year, because he will be here, and I will be damned if we don't get this fucking movie <laughs> off of my tv stand i'm
1: gonna duct tape him to I'll the
0: chair our will be in the movie studio where we produce this podcast here on the couch
1: mm-hmm. in we- j- at
0: the end of january for for Mal's birthday weekend sasha royal rumble and uh we're gonna watch this damn movie
1: we, wa- we, we watched Moana instead last year. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to come and be like, hey, let's watch, uh, let's That's watch.
0: That's how Augie sounds. When did Augie become
1: Cheech Marin? <laughs> when didn't Augie become Cheech Marin? <laughs> hey, man, let's watch, uh. <laughs> uh what just came out? Let's watch it, huh? Yeah.
0: That's so, so bad. But the I, illusionist will also be coming off of my uh, I honestly don't even, even know the,
1: if I can plate. function in life if I don't look at my goddamn television and see that movie sitting there. It's been sitting there for two years. <laughs> Here's exactly... We're going to put that movie in. It's brand new, bought off of Amazon. We're going to put that movie in and... Your whole
0: PlayStation is going to No, a fucking
1: off. meteor is going to knock out half my goddamn house. Fuck. Poor Mullet.
0: This is Mullet.
1: Signing out for this week's episode of Merry Movies, the... 2017 Mullet Award nomination show. We'll catch you next time on the couch.
0: Slash the movies.
1: Vote for Teen Wolf and everything. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.